think what we're going to do is just have a fun conversation. It'll be this get to know one of our coolest new mayors. So. Podcast. I'm Mike Fina, Executive Director of the Oklahoma Municipal League. I think we have a very interesting show today, and it's going to be a little bit different. Normally, we have a set topic that we like to talk about, but today we're going to get to know one of our newest mayors in the state a little bit better. So today in the studio, we have Mayor Nikki Lloyd from Bethany. Welcome, Nikki. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, it's awesome that you're here, and I, I think you're kind of old hat to this because didn't you used to do a radio show? I did. I had a, a show called Nightcap with Nikki on Crossover Radio for a couple of years. Nightcap with Nikki. What did you talk about on Nightcap with Nikki? Anything and everything. Um, it was Wednesday nights and we, I would just, sometimes I would have small business owners, sometimes friends, um, local leaders, and I would just talk to them about their journey and what they had going on. Sometimes it was just me and I would take questions from listeners and give it a little bit of advice, play some music. It was kind of all over the place. It was an eclectic show, yeah, just whatever you felt whatever like. I, that. Just whatever I felt like. Kind of like today. We're yeah. just gonna, we're just going to rap today. <laughs> just so. kind of wing it. Yeah. So you uh, you are not even through your first year as mayor of Bethany. Not yet. No, eight going on nine months in, and it is going quickly. Really, really quickly. We're getting a lot done and. I was talking to one of the other council members the other day, and I like to go back and look at where I was before the election, during the campaign, the things that I talked about with residents, and action that I wanted to take, and then compare it to where we're at now. And we've touched on every single campaign item that I had. Many of them are resolved. Other ones are in the the resolution process. Um, And so I'm really excited about that. Some of those were water. Um, basically delivering expansion and improving water quality um, because we have three wells in the Garber Wellington and then we have a well field with 26 wells half of them are shut down Um, so the goal was to increase our water independence and also potentially create another revenue source with water for surrounding municipalities um, since a lot of them don't have that resource and so we're well on our way and I don't know if you want me to just jump into that, but... Well, I think it's interesting. I, you know, you know, and I think our listeners probably at this point know, I was mayor of Piedmont, which is, mm-hmm. you know, we were neighbors out there with Bethany, and you're describing the situation that most all of those northwest, you know, metro area municipalities deal with. Yeah. Now, do you get water from Oklahoma City as well, or are they your backup? They are a backup. They're an emergency backup. Um, but it's expensive of, when you have to use them, too. It does. <laughs> well, it, it costs money even when you don't. Yeah. It's $8,000 a month just to have access mm-hmm. to, to that um, emergency backup. And it has been necessary and needed in the past few years. But um, my hope is that at some point we can have enough, um, have enough of a water resource that we no longer have to access that and can even kind of get rid of yeah, that $8,000 a month cost. It, it, the uh, Everybody everybody over there is part of the Garber Wellington, but we had the same problem in Piedmont, I think, that you had. We had lots of wells that we were, had to rehab, and yeah. it seemed like they were going offline all the time. So I never was upset like maybe some of our other neighbors that they just hated the fact that they had to get water from Oklahoma City. I never looked at it that way. I always thought Oklahoma City was an incredible resource and they weren't demanding of us, but it was expensive and it was expensive to get the lines there. It is. It is. We're really, we are very thankful to have that emergency backup because like I said, it has been needed. And and 
you know, whenever you need water, you need water. Right. And so you're willing to pay for it at that point um, because, you know, during the winter ice storm, we went without water. Our pipes froze and we I didn't have it for two that. weeks. That's right. You guys had some major issues with that. My first day in office, did I ever tell you about that? No. Tell the listeners. Okay. So uh, I got sworn in in the middle of February and it was in the middle of an ice storm. And so all of the pipes started freezing. So I went in and just did a very informal swearing in um, with the city manager at City Hall because the weather was so bad and we weren't certain if we were going to be able to have a council meeting and we needed to go ahead and get the transition completed. And so we did that. And then several hours later, uh, my husband and I had to end up staying at the Holiday Inn because we had had, at that point, we hadn't had water for about a week. And we needed showers, and we just needed to be able to get nobody, some rest. Nobody wants a stinky mayor, so. No, no stinky mayor. And then we also didn't have power. And so at one point, we were out of power also. So we're like, okay, we need a little bit of rest. We need, we need some showers. And we had the council meeting coming up, potentially. And so um, about 9 o'clock that night, when I was about to get some rest, the city manager calls, and she says, well, Mayor, welcome to your first day in office. The entire city is going to be out of water by 3 a.m. And I was oh like, well, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> so we started going over key talking points for the media and just different ways to handle um, the conversations with citizens that they called. And city staff did an incredible job. And we didn't actually end up losing water, although we were losing. We had so many main breaks all over the city. Yeah. Um, and then some of them were user error. Some of the complexes, the managers went out and tried to turn off the, the water at the meter themselves, and they broke the oh, valves. Yeah. We had those problems all over the, uh, all over the state. The yeah. meters were, it was so cold, the meters were mm-hmm. freezing. And when the meter explodes from the ice, yeah. there's nothing to shut off unless the city shuts it off. And that was happening all over. Oh, place. yeah, it was all over. So I think it, one break, one main break, we were losing about... Um, a million gallons. It was a huge yeah. break. So it was an interesting first day. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I forgot about that. That's right. I I, I, I I recall that being right when you were when you were sworn in. And I remember the news stories and we were all kind of like, but it, you and there were a couple of other new mayors around the state at the same time. So yeah, that's a rough way to get. I had an interesting thing when I got, I was sworn in, not under freezing circumstances like you. But the very next day, I received a, a, a certified letter from DQ saying that our sewer lagoons were in, uh, um, I can't think of the term, I'm losing it, but they were basically that they were in violation. And uh, that was my welcome to mayor. So I think that might be kind of a rite of passage yeah. that you have to experience something out of the gate. I'm it's sure. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm sure David Holt, you know, and his, he, you know, he's had like this dream run as mayor other than the COVID thing, that little COVID thing. That, that was uh, just a, I, little, a little blip. Yeah, I don't think he has had any problems besides that. So yeah, I'm sure he's such a lucky mayor, that guy. So. <laughs> no, great guy. So I've met him a couple of times. He's I haven't had the chance or the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with him, but I'm looking forward to it. You will, because David, and I know this show's not about David, but uh, I think one of the things that he does very well, um, you know, is the largest, mayor of the largest city in the state, but also a neighbor to a lot of metro areas, is that he 
he stays in contact with with the mayors around and I know that he I know he has your cell number because I gave it to him myself oh, so he okay. can put well, it on okay. his well, emergency so especially when things are going on he he does reach out so okay. and I think we've always had good communication with metro area mayors and I know I've seen you at mayor's council uh, with your your neighbors from Yukon and yeah. El Reno and oh, yeah. yes yeah so. yeah mayor mayor Selby has been my cohort at conferences yeah. we kind of team up and She's one of my favorites. She oh, is really a super lady. Shelly's wonderful. She's been, she's really been a great resource, and I'm thankful for her and and the other female mayors that I've I've had the opportunity to engage with because there are I think specific challenges with being a female mayor. Um, okay, hang on before you get in there because I oh, do okay. want to talk about this. No, okay, this is okay. good, but but let's <laughs> let's set the stage with okay. our listeners here. Okay. You were, are, the first female mayor in Bethany. Yes. Correct. And you're also the youngest elected mayor. Yes. Okay, so the so the youngest and the first female. And then also, I, we haven't checked this, and I'm, I'm, I'm a little delinquent in this, I should, but I, I do believe that we've elected more female mayors this year than ever in the history of our state. Yeah. And it was pretty evident when we were at the Mayor's Council annual retreat in uh, Lawton. But you guys had a pretty good time. I'm kind of going to sit back. Talk about, you know, now you can talk about being a female mayor and all of your great female mayor friends. So, Well, um, I think uh, being young and a woman has, it's, it has a unique set of challenges. And um, I worked for the state for quite a few years uh, before I ended up here. Uh, 13 years with the state and then two years working actually for the city of Bethany as the PR director there. Now, what did you do at the state? That's a new one. I didn't know that. So, yeah, I worked for four different agencies when I worked for the state over the course of 13 years. And I did a variety of different things. I started out at Office of State Finance, uh, moved to the Attorney General's Office, um, the Real Estate Appraiser Board. And then my last five years was at the Oklahoma Lottery Commission as the PR manager there. I was going to say, your, your communications is your background. Right? Yeah. And is that what you did at Bethany as well? It, it is, yeah. I was the PR director there. I kind of built out the department and um, revived their social media and worked on the website and just anything that they needed from a communication standpoint. I'm coordinated with the media and different things like that. How so, long had you worked there uh, before you ran for mayor? Um, I worked there for all, not quite two years. Two years. And then I ran about a year later, um, started my campaign, and then ran that for about a year, and then got elected. It's really, so. it's a, I, I mean, I didn't do this, but I, well, I worked for the state, and then I got elected to mayor, so I had this kind of government mindset, so yeah. that part was okay, but man, actually working in the city and then being the mayor, how, that's an interesting transition. How, how did that go? It really was, and you know, I, I am appreciative of it because... I feel like I have a viewpoint that's unique, but it, it's of both sides. I can understand where the employees are coming from with certain with certain things um, because I've been on that side of it, and it gives me a different perspective as an elected official now because I do understand um, certain things. I think that current elected officials don't just simply because they've never been in that position working for the city that you're now mayor of. Um, it's, it's so it's, it's interesting, but I do think it gives me a, new, a unique insight. And that's something that we explore a lot in my conversations with the city manager. Let's talk about her for a second, because you know, you know, I think you have one of the finest city managers in the state. I just She's love wonderful. Elizabeth Grace. So yeah. now we've got a female city manager, which yes. is not a heavy female <laughs> municipal <laughs> industry by any no. standards. 
Uh, but she is, is one of, I think, one of the best. And now we got a female mayor out there. So you guys are just, the ladies are taking over we Bethany. We are. We are. At one point, there was a couple of uh, city attorneys who were female. But mm-hmm. um, now we have Ray Jones at the moment. But Elizabeth Gray is fabulous. She has proven to be an excellent partner and you know we just ended up sitting and chatting for you know over two hours yesterday in her office I just meant to pop by and take her some ACOG materials and and talk to her about a a Rhodes grant and then we just sat and chatted and it's just we've developed a really good rapport and I'm very thankful for her she is you know partnered with me to to help bring stability to the city and really just some some good strong disciplined leadership and it shows yeah you guys um you had a run of, and I'm, I'm, I mean, try not to be negative towards Bethany, but you, got, you had a run of, you're going through a lot of city managers there for a while. There was About a lot of... Nine or ten in four years, I think. That's quite, quite a few. Now, some of those were interim, so to be fair to the city, I mean, they weren't all, they weren't all full-time hires, but uh, but that's still a lot to go through. And then if it felt to me, just from sitting here, you know, not that far away from Bethany, but at the Municipal League, watching a city I'm very concerned about, you guys were in the news a lot, and it wasn't always for positive things. But now, for the past year since you've been mayor, I really haven't seen Bethany in the news, and, and uh, you know, not that in a bad way. I think you've had some pretty positive stories. Yeah, we have, and so I, I'm really excited about that as well because. Yes, lack of being in the news for negative things is always a wonderful thing. <laughs> um, uh, but I also anticipate that we will start being in the news more and more for positive things and uh, forward momentum in the city, which I'm looking forward to that as well. The void agenda takes <laughs> hold. And... Yeah. I have big plans, and I can be very hard-headed, and I just keep at something until until it's done. So um, they, you know, they have kind of a pig-headed mayor, so sorry in advance. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if I want it for the city, I don't let it go. <laughs> She said that, not me. Let's just get that clear. It's okay. I'm very stubborn. I'm very stubborn. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, you and I have had lots of conversations, but uh, but the listeners haven't. So let's talk about some of those cool things that you have planned. Because I know you're, we talked about the infrastructure and water, but you've got some big economic development plans. We do. And there's one. I, I can't wait to talk about it. It's it's the one where I'm bringing out my full pigheadedness to get it for Bethany. And I think it could just be a game changer for the city. And so that is one. I mean, you know, once once that's actually happening, you need to have me back on again so we okay. can talk all about we'll it. We'll keep that one a secret um, from the yeah, listeners. Yeah, right yeah. I, I can't talk about it right now, but I am so excited so, about it. So you guys heard here, there's a super secret, awesome <laughs> economic development project <laughs> headed towards Bethany. We will yes. let you know in the future. We're, we're, and then, you know, we also have other plans we've been meeting with. We have um, our Bethany Economic Development Authority Group, and uh, we partner with and we have Greg Banta, who comes in and, and advises. Do you know what else is important about Greg Banta? He was also a Piedmont he mayor. He was also a Piedmont <laughs> mayor. That's right. I have all the Piedmont mayor friends. I'm just, I'm, I'm collecting all of you together <laughs> in my little friend group. Um, no, Greg is wonderful, and we've become, we've become good friends as well, and he's been an incredible asset to the city. So we've been meeting with local developers and uh, real estate owners and different things like that who hold some of the larger properties in Bethany. We met with one the other day to discuss a building on 23rd, an old AT&T building, and kind of plans yeah. and what to do with that and um, how to, you know, kind of get the word out that it's for sale and potential uses and different things like that. So we've been very active in the community on that, on that point. What I've learned in this is that it seems like you put, you know, you're running, you're running, you're running, you're running for these developments, and it kind of feels like they'll start just happening all at once, yeah. which 
seems to be the way it goes. It, you I do think. catch momentum in economic development. Yeah. It just so. takes one to get you started. Well, we're building it right now, and I think we're going to see we're going to see a lot of forward momentum once they start becoming active. So it's interesting because you'll it, I, I we went through that in Piedmont, and we had some great economic development projects. And it, I, I saw this weird because there was as many. It felt like at the time there was as many people that would be against it as for it. And I know you have some detractors in Bethany at times too. Yes, that's got to be difficult. But I, that's kind of every mayor. But you're. It is. Um, and, and I've seen that. And, you know, usually a lot of times when people do start coming to the meetings or they get involved many times, it's because they're unhappy about something, yes. um, which is unfortunate. I do. I would really love to see people be involved when they're happy as well mm. and say, hey, we, you know, we like this direction. It's feedback is very they helpful. They never come to the meetings and tell you that. That's, that's true. That's true. But, it, you know, it's knowing the good and the bad, what they like <laughs> and don't like equally is, is, is helpful because it is. it's good to I will have residents um, message me and say, hey, I like what you're doing right now. I like this and I like that. And that is very helpful because it lets you know you're kind of walking in the right direction hand in hand with the citizens. So you but you you are involving the community. We were talking about you, mm-hmm. you're, you're next year you'll be going out for a geo bond. And yes. that was community driven. Yes, we just got our uh, geo bond committee formed. That was also along with water, one of my campaign points. Um, and something I really wanted to accomplish. And so we had our first meeting. It was very good. Um, Elizabeth has taken that and she's just running with it. And they're having some good meetings there. Like I said, they're gonna call down their very big list of projects to what they what they think will, will pass on a ballot. Um, and we have, it's filled, it's not council on the geo bond committee. There are no council members, it's all community leaders and stakeholders. So is there any project on there that's a, that, that personal to you that you wanna see done? Well, for the, for the city, uh, I am really hopeful that a big portion of that will be uh, sewer, water and sewer. Um, our biggest issue right now in Bethany, our, our, um, it, it is our, it's our sewer lines, and it's not a fun topic, and it's also not something <laughs> it's that... Not, it's not sexy mayoring. It's not sexy, and it's also not a beautification project. It's right. something that they don't see. Now, when it doesn't work, you know it's not working, yes. but if you don't see it, I mean, do you really want to vote to invest millions of dollars into it? Yeah, and I think that's where you have to lean on. And I know you've heard me talk about this, but I, I, I always, when I talk about sewer lines, I talk about quality of life because mm-hmm. what's your quality of life like in your municipality if you don't have sewer lines? And right. so those are, everything we do is attributed to quality of life. Exactly right. And in the city is also, you know, we are still kind of in, in the recovery process budget-wise and kind of rebuilding the budget. And so with that, our biggest struggle has been constant emergency repairs and almost exclusively with regard to sewer lines and almost every single meeting has another emergency repair and we set 250,000 in our contingency we're going to blow through that so quickly if we're not careful because it's you know 30 to 100 thousand dollars every single time yeah you guys are in a in a weird position in bethany because one you're landlocked you Mm -hmm. the only way you're going is up yes you're an, an older community, uh, just the long as long as you've been a municipality, mm-hmm. and I bet you probably like our old town of Piedmont probably still have clay pipes in the ground in we places, do. and they break regularly. And we have, especially Ward Two, which is our oldest section. It was it was built out in the in the tens and the twenties, mm-hmm. and that's also our one square mile Bethany School District. So it's the most popular area, yeah. and so a lot of those kind of smaller stick built houses that were very small, kind of crackerjack, yes. 
box houses, they were very small, and so you have these families coming in and bringing their students, and so they're leveling those structures and building homes that are, you know, five times as large. And the other issue with that is um, a lot of those lines, there's one section that actually was an old alleyway, and those lots ended up getting used for homes as well. So there was a lot of tapping into these lines that were already full to capacity, and now you have additional taps. They're, they're old. It's clay pipes and concrete and a mix of all different kinds of yeah. just a mishmash. Um, and then drainage and retention. It's it's so many things to look at in that area. <laughs> People don't know what uh, it entails being lot. mayor. And this There's is your, a lot. Yeah, this is what every mayor deals with. Uh, it doesn't matter the size of the community, the things you're saying. And it's uh, especially when you have an older community like yeah. that. Uh, to be a jack of all trades master. But you've got, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, but you've got a lot of positive things. You mentioned the school district. Okay, so you, you teach me something about Bethany. You said the one mile school district? Yes. Is, I would always assume that Bethany was only in one school district. Is there other? No, there's Putnam City as well. So we actually have okay. uh, more, more than one school district, although Bethany Schools is the one that people think of when they think of Bethany generally. And it is the number three school in the state. So I can understand that it's a it's an excellent school, um, but we've really got quite a few other schools um, in that in that fall under Putnam City. We've got like Overholzer, and we have Apollo. Mm-hmm. You know, we have uh, Western Oaks. So we have quite a few different schools that are actually located within Bethany city limits. Yeah, um, I always paid attention to Bethany because when I was actually in high school, we were in the same division as Bethany, so we always were competed with them in every sport, um, but. I, Piedmont grew, we have one advantage that you guys didn't have is that we had lots of land. So I think we grew a little faster. But Bethany, I mean, is being landlocked by what you you have Oklahoma City on, on two sides or three? Three. Three sides and then Yukon. Well, no, technically two and then War Acres. Oh, War Acres. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. So War Acres, Yukon, and then two sides, Oklahoma City. Yeah. Very. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you just can't go anywhere. And so I think we were, I think people were moving out to that part of the metro mm-hmm. very quickly. But uh, so we grew a little faster. But you guys have really, I mean, you've had some tremendous growth. And like you said, there's some high dollar homes now out in Bethany where there are. When I was growing up, that wasn't exact, other than Overholzer. You know, yeah. Overholzer, you know, been, that, that was kind of a more elite area. I don't think it's even your most elite area in Bethany anymore. Or no, it's really not. And, and you know, um, so we do have we do have new home construction, and we do have the ability to take kind of areas and, and build out there, and I'm hopeful that will happen. Um, and we do have, actually, there's a lot of really beautiful uh, historic neighborhoods in Bethany. There are. With just stunning homes, very large homes. Um, and... We also have, I forgot to mention this whenever I was talking about development, we currently have 80, over 80,000 square feet of active development in Bethany right now. And so I'm excited about that. Um, we have a lot of projects coming and we're building out the 23rd Street Corridor and starting to work on a couple of new districts. We're gonna start doing a little bit of districting in, in Bethany, um, a Route 66 district and then another kind of 36th Street district. That's cool. And so I wanted to throw this in there because I, for, <laughs> I forgot to talk about them there. They're, they're well, I think your your 20 or your uh, Route 66. You, you have a neat stretch of Route 66 through yes. that thing, and you, and it's a and it's almost 100% Main Street the whole way through. Mm-hmm. It. So you have a lot of uh, opportunity, and you've already done so much. The first time I met you, we met at one of the coolest little coffee shops oh, yeah. right there on Route 66, and I think you guys are doing a good job in building out. That is serve, um, and we are almost at 100% capacity. 
on all of those, our occupancy. And so um, it's not one of the, it, it's an older Main Street, but it's one that's occupied. Yeah. And, it's and you've got the, a lot of the university's frontage is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really attractive it's to drive through where, you know, I, I like the Bethany stretch, but then you kind of have leading up to it. You've got all those used car places. And they're like, you can yes. definitely tell when you're in Bethany. I know yeah. you've done a good job of kind of trying to push them. Or you send them to, to War Acres more? Is that <laughs> there is a car lot ordinance, and the car lot owners do not love it. But there I'm is sure a 66 car lot ordinance you needed to, to do that, limit though. that. And so that, you know, um, so we can limit that and then eventually over time transition those into other things, more of a variety. Not saying we don't, we don't hit car lots, but you need a variety on that stretch, especially on 66. You know, I think people always said that and be like, we we should have car line. I'm like, why? We make no money off cars. If the state would say we can have some of that excise tax, sure, then I want every car lot we can get. But right now they would be so low on my list of attracting you know a business to attract nothing from them right well and, and we do we want to see more commercial uh, more retail frontage retail strips um and we have had like i said we've had several areas that they've just gone in and they've kind of scraped a lot and built something new we had a, a scooters come in recently um i think last year actually not under my tenure but um that lot was uh not the most attractive and it was on a busy corner yeah. It was at, you know, Route 66 and, and Rockwell. And so they've just made that. I was going to say, so it, was, it does. It looks great now. It I know exactly where it is. Is that council? Is that where, is it council? Um, it's 39th and Rockwell. And Rockwell, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah, it looks great over there it now. It does look really nice now. It, it made all the difference on that corner. Yeah. Um, it was an older structure that was like a very bright yellow kind I of. I remember. <laughs> I don't know. At some point, maybe the 70s, it was a Western theme. I didn't really know what was happening. In my uh, lifetime, it's been several things. But, yeah, uh, it, was, it was an interesting structure. Um, but, yeah, they scraped it, and they, they put a cute little scooters there, and I like I like scooters. So, great coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good coffee. Yeah, and they're quick. They're a lot coffee. faster than Starbucks. We're also working on our beautification. Yeah. Um, and we've got a new program that we just implemented where you can adopt a spot. And you can adopt a median, and mm-hmm. we've got SNU. They've already adopted three medians, and we're talking with several other entities along Route 66, so they can just adopt it and kind of maintain it. And, and if they'd like some flowers and some foliage and different things like that. Where does your north? That's great, by the way. I'm sorry, I didn't, no, no. <laughs> let me praise you for that. Good job. <laughs> um, where does your north border end in Bethany? What? Um, you would have to throw out directions. I'm a little bit directionally <laughs> challenged. A little bit directionally challenged. If you're walking out the front door yes. of City Hall, yes, heading that direction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like okay. by the airport. Oh, we're at 50th. 50th. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you got some. I mean, that's pretty congested over there. But you got kind of like older homes and older businesses. It is, There's and that leads like, over into Ward Two. Yeah. So it's a very popular area, but that hasn't that section over uh, near Fiftieth and Rockwell hasn't been developed out quite yet, yeah. like um, the areas of Ward Two further in. I'm yeah. sure at some point it will be, um, but they're still kind of the the older, smaller homes along that stretch. Hmm. But. It's expanding the development in that area, especially. So, so in, and let's jump back real quick on. So, you're talking about the the, the adopt a median. Is mm-hmm. that? Are you just talking about on Route 66 or that no, community wide? You can do it anywhere, and you can also uh, adopt a planter or some kind of section that you want to beautify in the city. So it doesn't have to just be a median. That's just kind of where we started, right. and just kind of just built a program get, around it. Get the community involved, mm-hmm. and those are great programs. Yeah, and just have a little spot that's yours, and you can maintain it. You can add some flowers, and you can make it pretty, and 
and it's just I think a, a fun kind of way to engage the community and also bring some beautification to Bethany when you know again budget's limited but that's still something that people love to see I, I love flowers and so I'm a gardener <laughs> and so I, I think that's very exciting for me because the, the beautification part of it that's the fun part that's yeah. the part people like to see because you can't actually see it. Now, most of our time, 90%, is dealing with the stuff underground and the not as fun, pretty stuff. But right. I do like to do the pretty stuff, too. Well, I think you're doing two cool things there. I mean, one, you're, you're beautifying your community and you're getting the citizens involved. And it's not this just massive lift from the council. Everybody, you know, you, you, always, <laughs> you always think that, that uh, the council has to be the driver of all that stuff, but really you want the community out there involved in that. That has mm -hmm. a lot more buy-in to what you're doing. So I think those are I think that's very smart, and you're taking care of your infrastructure too. Okay, let's, um, we're, we're, we're gonna run up on time here, but I'm curious, have you guys have many discussions on what you're gonna do with your ARPA funds yet? Yes, that is going to be applied towards, we're gonna actually try and get matching grant funds, and uh, we are at the next meeting, it's on the agenda to go ahead and vote to, uh, set those funds aside for water tour. Good. Yeah, Good. that's, that's where that's going to go. Our biggest need. Um, and then we're also um, going to try and appeal to the commissioners and just different. We're trying to pull in any kind of grant money or any kind of funds that we can. And, and the majority, I'm hoping we can go ahead and apply to that because it's our biggest need, but also some other things as well. There will be other things on our on our GEO bond as well, yeah. not just sewer and infrastructure. That's just going to be the, the biggest one. Well, it sounds like you're heading the right direction with that too. And you guys were one of the first municipalities to, to receive your funds. We were. Yeah, it's yeah. very exciting at the yeah. OML conference. Yes. So thank you for that. That was that was really, really exciting. Actually, so. we were in there helping I, myself and, and our, our municipal team we were helping people sign up, and I actually worked with Elizabeth when she was doing hers. And uh, but you guys were well prepared, and we just rocked through your application. And so I think well, your payment went out this week. So full credit to that goes to Elizabeth. She yeah. came in very prepared, and I'm proud of her for that. She's like us, like we said, she is doing an excellent job each and every day. She yeah. is on top of it. I bet you guys are a good team, just knowing both of you. Well, I like to think so. We 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 enjoy working together. So are you back into City Hall for your meetings, or are you still having to hold them at the library? Not yet. Um, the current council chambers, we actually start construction October 4th. Okay. For, uh, we're, we're doing some changes to comply with ADA. And it's an older building, of course, yeah. but that section specifically, will will bring it up to ADA, current ADA. I love your chamber. Uh, I do too. It's it's cool. It's it's very it's unique. it's unique for most cities, and it's it looks very like a. I mean, it looks very legislative. I'm like, you know, it you're does. not sitting behind plastic tables like a lot of our communities are. No offense to that, but you guys put some money in that. I actually love City Hall. Yeah. I know people, some people are not a fan, but I love the look of it. I do too. Mid-century yeah. modern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool actually. Yeah. Um, but you have that awesome library. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I, that's not a bad place to have meetings either. Your new library is gorgeous. And we're actually not having meetings there. We're oh, we're in the now. court. We're in the court right now. Okay. And that's what, where we've been um, and where we'll stay. But know that the new library is stunning. We're very, very proud of it. It's yeah. it's definitely a jewel in our community. It is got good artwork in there. It does. That's really we have a lot of artwork by uh, renowned sculptor Scott Stearman. Yes. He's actually the one who's also doing the Veterans Memorial mm -hmm. Plaza. That is going to be on SNU's property along Route 66. Now, is he Bethany native? He is. That's he cool. is. Very cool. Um, and then he also moved back a few years ago, so he lives in Bethany now. An excellent gentleman. And then we also have the All Abilities Playground right next to the mm -hmm. library, which is used a lot by the Children's Center. I mean, it's, it's always packed with kiddos. 
And so that's really cool to see. Yeah, I highly recommend anybody that, especially municipal-minded people, if you're driving through the metro area on Route 66, take a detour over by the City Hall Complex because Bethany has done some really cool stuff over there. So Yeah. Well, very good. Well, we have been talking to Mayor Nikki Lloyd from the City of Bethany this morning. It's been a really fun conversation, Nikki. It has been a lot of fun. I like winging it. We'll have to wing it again. <laughs> well, you already have committed that when we announce that super yes. secret economic development project, you'll be back. So. Absolutely. I absolutely will. Thank you for having me. Uh,